the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey, friends, welcome back to The Common Good, AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. My name is Brian Fromm. It's so good to have you with us, and I'm thrilled to be joined uh, by one of our favorite guests. He's author and theologian Scott McKnight. Scott, how are you doing today? Great, and it's good to be with you again. Thank you very much for joining us, and uh, we're thrilled to have you with us. Hey, you've uh, written many books, right? One of the most recent is called Pivot, also a church called Tove, and a lot of your writing these days deals with the church, uh, healing within the church, changing the culture into what is called a Tove culture. Uh, and so I want to talk to you, I want to have you on to talk about the church and just abuse within the church. But let me just ask, why has that become your priority? Why has that become just such a central focus, a kind of of what you're doing these days and what you're writing about? It's a good question. And it's not because I wanted to go into this, as I have often told my daughter with whom I wrote the, mm-hmm. uh, the books. Uh, I have things like the book of Revelation to study. <laughs> yes, I, I love the book. I've got your I've got your commentary on my desk. OK, well, at any rate, uh, we were part of a church that collapsed mm. in, in many ways because of leadership problems. Uh, students began to ask questions. I began to watch the environment. I knew the story of the Roman Catholic Church. The Southern Baptist churches blew up in a major article in the Houston Chronicle. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, uh uh, I was reading about it, writing a little bit about it on my blog, and people were writing me, students were asking me questions. I had to write about it to answer their questions, and a publisher was kind enough to publish our ideas. And then, amazingly, over the next 16 months after one of the books came out, a church called Tove, we heard between three and five stories a week, hmm. almost entirely about power abuse in churches by people, leaders, people in the church who had been traumatized. So it, I would say uh, the Lord shoved me into this <laughs> corner, and it's been a part of my life now for about four years. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the concept of Tove, we, when that book came out, you were nice enough to join us for a while on that to talk about that. But for those people who have never heard it or don't remember, what is a Tove culture, and why is it essential in the church today? Uh, Tove is the Hebrew word for good or goodness, mm. and uh, we just wanted to, we, we found out that people resonated with this little word, and so we used it for what we think the church should strive for. The church is never going to be perfect. Mm-hmm. No church is going to be completely Tove. No Christian institution will be completely Tove, but we believe that God has the power through the Spirit and through the grace of God to change us. And a Tove culture is a church, uh, a Tove culture is one where empathy, grace, people first, 
truth-telling, justice, serving, and we ultimately Christ-likeness hmm. are present in the church. And those are primary values for the church. Yeah. And toxic churches, toxic cultures, have the opposite. I mean, they they have lots of narcissism and lots of fear in the culture. They care about the institution more than people. They don't mind spinning stories rather than telling the truth. They're obsessed with loyalty to one another, and they tend to turn their leaders into celebrities. Yeah, yeah. So that's Tove yeah. and Toxic. Yeah. So uh, earlier in today's show, I was talking about the Christianity Today article literally today about Park Street Church out in Boston and what's going on there and their six hour long meeting. And I kind of was talking about how it's just kind of the next church and that we have to remain hopeful about the church. Right. We still have to remain hopeful even as we read these stories. And so I guess I would ask you. Uh, when people tell you, I want to give up on the church, like it's just not worth it, it's too much pain, what do you tell them? Or maybe more personally, why do you not give up on the church? Huh. Well, no, we're asked this question. I'm asked this question almost daily at mm. times. Um, I believe in the church because I believe in Jesus Christ, but I believe in Jesus Christ, and therefore I know Jesus Christ warns the church when it's off base. I think we have to have a realistic commitment to the church while at the same time not being afraid to see its weaknesses, its problems, and if we are called to do that, to call it out. Hmm. But um, one of the things that we're seeing, Brian, is an increasing number of people, young people and middle-aged and older people, who have pretty much experience what you're talking about. And they, they say, I am a follower of Jesus. I am a Christian, but church is toxic for me. Mm -hmm. And they are backing out for a while. And some of them hang out with friends in their home and pray and read the Bible together. And that's all the fellowship they need. I mean, that's about the size of a first century church, uh, you know, 10, 15 people. Yeah. So um, I, I tell people at times, if church triggers trauma when you go to church, uh, then you need not to go to church until you can heal and enter into that place without triggering. Yeah. And, but at the same time, I really believe in fellowship, and I believe in the importance of the church. But that doesn't mean that I'm committed to some institutional church that has 700 people in it and is trying to create a worship band that will draw people in and grow every Sunday. Mm. I'm, that is not the same as being committed to Jesus Christ and to committed uh, commitment to one another as fellow believers in Christ. That's good. That's really good. Uh, in Pivot, you the book that you and Laura wrote as kind of a follow-up to a church called Tove, uh, you ask... Um, kind of how can I transform culture in my church and and towards this direction? I guess I would ask this question. If someone's a part of a church, maybe church leadership, and they go, you know what? I do think our culture's bad. Like, what's the first step? What would you encourage them to do? Is this kind of, hey, once you know, you can start doing it. What, what's kind of a first step if people are worried about their church? Well, you just gave the first step. When leaders are saying that our culture is bad, that is that is a rare 
misstep made by most church leaders because mm. they think the problem is the people, <laughs> not the leadership. But the leadership and the people together form the culture. Mm. I would say the first thing after that, then, is to learn to focus on character. Mm. Rather than quantifying numbers, they have to focus on character. And then I think they have to examine the use of power, and they have to start focusing on themselves as an example of the kind of person they want people in the church to become. Now, mm-hmm. this takes hubris, even some chutzpah, some, <laughs> some kind of confidence to say, follow me. But the Apostle Paul, 1 Corinthians 11.1, 1, said that very thing, follow me as I follow Christ. Mm-hmm. We need more examples in our church. And then I think they have to analyze. Now, in our book, Pivot, we have an appendix that will allow a church, an institution, to sit together and discuss things, and it will percolate issues in the church that need to be addressed, addressed one at a time, and realize that it's going to take a minimum of seven years for a church that is committed to transforming its culture from toxicities into Tove characteristics uh, for that to take place. This mm. is a long haul. It takes years to build a culture in a church, and it takes a little bit more than that to transform the culture that exists into a Tove culture. That's a good word. Again, uh, I'd encourage you to go pick up the original book, A Church Called Tove, and then also Pivot, which are the priorities, practices, and powers that can transform your church into a a Tove culture. Scott, uh, before we let you go, where can people connect with you? Where can they read your writings or just connect with whatever it is you're doing? Well, you know, I write books, so I have a lot of books. (laughs) Yes, you do. Any of your uh, places that you buy books. And the second thing is I have a Substack newsletter. Uh, So if you look up my name, Scott McKnight, Scott with one T, you can find me on Substack. And uh, I post something every day. There you go. I'd encourage people to, yeah, I'd encourage people to go check that out. Scott, you're always uh, very generous with your time and uh, full of wisdom and knowledge. We really appreciate it. Thanks for spending some time with us today. Thank you. Great to be with you. Yep. You're listening to The Common Good, AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.